This week's Give Black is brought to you by Tally and Twine Watches. Created by founder Randy Williams, Tally and Twine was founded on two principles, speed and lifestyle. Created with the man of style in mind, Tally and Twine satisfies a need in the marketplace for quality, aesthetically pleasing watches that resist the status quo. Check them out at tallyandtwine.com. That's T-A-L-L-E-Y and T-W-I-N-E.com. While you're at it, shop our affiliate Chakrubs. Chakrubs are pleasure and sexual wellness products made from 100% pure crystals. Just click the link on our website and your chakras will be aligned in no time. Don't be out here like Lauren. Don't We don't want to catch you slipping. You know, your chakras got to be aligned so you can get to work on time. Just get you one of these nice little crystal situations and you're good to go. Personal page. You and did. So, 
Right. So I'm like, I know I'm not tripping. So I'm like searching my Facebook page and it's not there. So I'm like, what is she talking about? So I got background noise on your side. I do? Yeah. Like, what does it sound like? It was sound like an echo. It's gone now. Okay. So mm-hmm. she, um, I still hear it. Okay. We just really have to oh, talk through I'm holding my phone. I'm sorry. Is this better? Let's see. We'll see. Okay. So she was like, yeah, it is better. So she was like, um, she was like, you, she was like, you put this little button thing on Facebook. And I was like, a button thing? What do you, I don't understand. Like, wait, okay. Old people in technology, y'all got to come up with better terms. Cause like, I don't know what you're talking about. So she's like, you put this little button thing and you tell everybody to listen to it. And I was like, I was like, oh, that's my um, podcast. And I need you not to listen to it. <laughs> you talking about it. But you so you don't let your mama listen to the show. No, I don't worry. No, listen, my family thinks that I am, for one thing, they say they know that I'm, they pride themselves on me being very smart and me not getting in any trouble. <laughs> so I like to keep it that way. Like my aunt just found out that I curse. So oh, like, girl, you live like that in life. I do. I'm a secret agent, and I want to keep it this way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Because I'm going to listen to the show. And, you know, it, it is what it is. I was like, this is this it, Mama. This is me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she laughs when we say That's the only difference. Yeah, I can't. I, uh-uh. I don't want my mama knowing none of this. She was like, well, you shouldn't share it. She said, you better hide it on your Facebook page if you don't want nobody to listen. And I'm like, no, I want people to listen. I just don't want you to listen. She was like, hold on, hold on. You got to go through these first steps with this. Yes. Oh, my God, that's funny. I know about you. I know about you. Like, what? Oh, oh my God. God! So who got you fucked up this week? You know, um, I want to start with the little girl, the cashier girl, because oh I went to the grocery store on Tuesday and um, I got my juice because I'm a juicy bitch. I got to have <laughs> with juice at all times in my refrigerator, and um, you know, I got my meat and my vegetables and some fruit and you know, little snacks to put in the lunch for the week and. You know, this guy, you know, getting getting my shop on. And mm-hmm. so I grabbed me a, a sweet potato pie because I don't do pumpkin, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and I had my eggs on the conveyor belt. So when the girl pressed the button, you know, they rolled the grocery forward. Mm-hmm. The um, pie was stuck. The pie and the eggs were coming together. And you know how it narrows? They started to yeah. squeeze. So... I saw it, and I saw the box crumble a little bit in the pie. I'm like, well, hold up. How hard is this stuff pulling together? And so she proceeded to swipe my eggs and 
put them in a bag, and I was like, uh-uh, let me see the eggs. And sure enough, one of my eggs was broken. And I was like, oh, see, bitch, you was about to put this cart. Okay. So anyway, I go because I'm like, clearly, I'm on point, and I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, so I'm not going to be mad at you, little girl. I go get me another carton of eggs, and I come back. Mm-hmm. I pay for my, my groceries, and I leave. So this morning, I wake up. I'm making breakfast or whatever, and I have some eggs and bacon, and I make some cinnamon rolls. And I notice, you know, I go and grab me a carton of eggs, and I notice it's my old carton. I got about half a dozen of eggs in there, but I know mm-hmm. I have a whole fresh pack of eggs. And I'm looking. I can't find them in my refrigerator now. Oh, no. I'm like, did I leave my egg? I could have sw- I mean, I know I was real petty about taking the eggs because, like, I know I took them with me. So I go outside, I look in the car because I've done it before. I search the car, make sure I didn't leave the eggs in the car. Mm-hmm. No, I can't find them the damn eggs. And I am fucked with. I don't know where <laughs> they went. I don't know what's happening. I was like, I know I had an- another carton of eggs. And I can't find so them. So Tammy didn't put your eggs in the bag. Listen, listen, I'm not here for these children, okay, because I, I'm tired of telling them, listen, if you're going to put all the drinks in one bag, double bag the bag. Don't put three drinks in a bag and don't double. Don't do that. Right, double it. And don't, you and, know, I'm real particular about myself, too. Don't put one thing in one bag. And, like, I don't want all these bags. Well, I reuse my bags for my trash, my waste baskets in the bathroom. But even still, I don't. You still like listen. I don't need to bring home all these bags. You got about fifty. Yeah, bags I don't need all of this. And I need you to bag my cold stuff with my cold stuff. I need you to bag all the chemicals together. I need you to bag all the cabinet fluids together. Like I put it on the conveyor belt in a certain order, a certain, and that's how listen. I expect you to keep it. Listen, I'm very methodical. Like, I know when I go into my grocery store, the first thing I do is turn left towards the dairy, and I work my way to the outer aisles, and mm-hmm. then I go to the inner aisles, and I get my cereal last, and I go right to I write my list in the order of which I pick stuff up. Right. It's like a pot, I take the same path every time. It's like I get my dairy, my meat, my veggies, so I make sure I pick up all my essentials first. And mm-hmm. then I get my little fillings like noodles, spaghetti sauce, and right. cereal, and, you know, potato chips, stuff like that, cookies. You know, that's just stuff, you know, that's the last. So I make right. sure I get those first. And it's like, I'm, and then I put it on the belt the way you're right. And then you be looking like, okay, I was like, why are you going to put my eggs? I mean, not my eggs, my grapes in a bag with um, a can of um, soup. Why the fuck would you do that? Yeah, like, I don't, listen, I used to be a cashier, okay? That was, like, one of the first jobs I ever got when I was Mm -hmm. able to work, okay? I took pride in my job. I know they tell you how to bag stuff. Like, they even have, like, a little Mm -hmm. diagram behind the counter right where the bags are. Like, I, I know this. So mm-hmm. stop it. If you didn't, you you always have the option to not come to work today. It's always mm-hmm. an option. And also, too, you know, like some of the funniest things is trying to watch these children legit bring up some damn um, vegetables. And it's like, y'all don't, don't know, know what damn thing. <laughs> like, you don't know the difference between a collard and a kale. I can see if I put some mustard, the mustard greens up there. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Well, come on, Adam. 
Oh, no, don't put some cilantro on there. Is this parsley? Can it on him. I was like, oh my God, like, I put some wild peas up there one time, and I put some, um, just, you know, like, I just had like, some zucchini and squash. And yeah. Was just sitting looking at me like, what is all this? Like, what is it? And I was like, use your heart, Jesus. Right. Mm. 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 I was like, I don't have confidence. Any <laughs> <Yeah>. diversity <laughs> trainer. You know what I'm saying? Like, they need to be well-versed, you know? Like, right. if y'all put Lunchables up there and all the Supreme Suns and shit, mm-hmm. you know what the fuck this shit is. They know that. They know that oh. by heart. Okay, they know the burritos. They know the purple bag, the blue bag. Right, right. They know all the burritos, but don't know what a, um, what, what, a, what, a, um, what a red lettuce head looks like versus iceberg. I can't. I can't I'm bringing wrong, too. I walk out there. I would have got about ten dollars worth of um, vegetables for six dollars. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> I make sure I look at what they ring it up because if they ring it up wrong and it costs more than no. But if they ring it up wrong, and it... <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. Right. I can't. Mm-hmm. My nigga. Nothing <laughs> I can do about that. Right. That's just how it's supposed to be. <laughs> like I guess it, this is what this is God's plan. It's God's will, right? Okay. Right, and God makes no mistakes. He know he 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 does not. <laughs> he made me and men of this carrot in the name of Jesus. Um, <laughs> well, it's the Saturday after Thanksgiving, sugar bugger. It is. It is. What were you most thankful for? This year, um, <clears throat> this year in whole. Well, what were you most thankful for on Thanksgiving? Then I should say, I guess. I was thankful for that deposit hit it early. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, God. I, I think I was. Yes, I was sitting on my chair. I was watching TV on Tuesday, and I got that little that little alert, and I was like, hold on. There's some banking activity. What's going on? So I go mm-hmm. look. Your deposit from such and such in the amount of such and such. I was like, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm so thankful for that. I'm so thank you, JC. You always looking out. <laughs> Nothing can stop me now. Right. Right. Yes. I love when the deposit always come through early. And it came through early, like the the paycheck before too. So I'm like, okay, let's make this a trend. Now, did you say for you your banking institution where you get your deposits, or just been happening? You said what? Um, did you change your banking institute? where your deposits go, or has it just started happening? My job, so our job pays early if a holiday falls on a Friday or that Thursday because our Mm -hmm. payroll goes in on that Monday. So they'll just do it so that you get it early. Okay, that is cute. Unfortunately, we get paid on our Tuesdays, which is the dumbest thing I've ever experienced in my life. (laughs) What am I supposed to do Wednesday through Friday? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you, like, uh, like I miss. That's one thing I do miss of just getting paid on Fridays. But yeah. um, it's cute. If the holiday falls like on a Monday or whatever, we might get our check on a Saturday. So it's kind of cute. It's cute, yeah. or whatever. 
But, you know, I just, I, I, I'm i encouraged by people who get prayed on Fridays because it's like you can have a weekend, like you really right. can. <laughs> <laughs> you like, I'm going to just hold on to this spell money till Monday. Because <laughs> you never know. I'm going to just pretend to ball out. It's like, you know, value mm-hmm. you on me. Oh, yes, be a value <laughs> man, yes. <laughs> I am thankful for, um, what am I thankful for? I was thankful for Good Bud and um, my UGK radio station on my Pandora. Okay. And I was thankful for my um, auntie wig that I purchased that is, you got a wig of discernment? Yes, honey, it is. Yes, I have that. <laughs> yes, I went to the office and I can discern all the bullshit and I let them know. Um, I am just thankful that this year is almost fucking over. But at the same time, it's like <laughs> I'm not really looking forward to 2017. Yeah, right, in the next four years after. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm still here. I'm still standing, and I've decided, you know, nothing's gonna turn, nothing's gonna have to take me down. I'm, right. I'm, I'm gonna survive this. Whatever it is, I'm gonna make it. You know, it just I'm is a what survivor. It is. <laughs> <laughs> y'all know y'all like the rebatees. <laughs> no, not the rebatees. No. <laughs> Oh, Lord. <laughs> I love you, Cerebral. <laughs> My face, I like Reba the actress more than Reba the country singer, even though she had one or two songs back in the day I liked. Yeah. She was in my one of my favorite scary movies of all time, Tremors. I really appreciated her uh, theatrical performance in that movie. And which movie? Tremor. Tremor. Oh, is that what the things come out the ground? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, she gave me solid um, Montana militiamen um, <laughs> in a bunch of teeth, and it was, you know, realistic. She came through. Yes. <laughs> it was a good performance. It was. It was. Yes, Miss Reba. Yes. <laughs> We're so let me see to you. What else we got here on our agenda? Um. Anything else you're thankful for, Sean? You know, snacks. <laughs> I was thankful for this. Uh, so remember how I, I texted you and I was like, you ever heard of this white widow? And he was like, mm-hmm. I've heard of white widow, but not the Aloha white widow. So mm-hmm. I was feeling real, like, <clears throat> I was feeling real, uh, experimental and so mm-hmm. I I got it I tried it and um so I'm, I want to be thankful for the plug because she's amazing but I'm not thankful mm-hmm. for the Aloha White Widow because no, what it was the worst trip I ever it was worse than the paraplegic trip it was oh. like <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> I was laying in bed and I was like 
apparently I was crying, and then, like, I'm, like, I was hearing voices, like, it was a horrible trip, it was horrible, I think I did too much, I did too much too soon, <laughs> it's like when you, you, so I'm thankful for Girl Scout cookies, because I know, I know my, I know my dosage for that, like, I'm good with the Girl Scout cookies, <laughs> What's this? Oh, my Baby, I was trying. I was trying. It's true. Listen, because I had, like, one thing, one thing that I don't like on my, when I smoke, I, I cannot take paranoia. Yeah, I don't. That shit was um, scaring me. It was scaring me. And I was just like, mm-mm, mm-mm. Because <laughs> I've had, like, I've, I've talked myself into having a panic attack. Yeah, and, really, and then I really legit reminded myself like this: you high, calm down. <laughs> right, and that's like <laughs> so. Like a part of you is like, girl, you just you're just high, calm down. You're good, you're good. Then the other part no, is like, no, like, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you good, my nigga? It's okay. <laughs> right. Oh my god, I was like, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like I remember in high school, the friend she would be like. You have to control it. Don't let it control you. Right. <laughs> so I was trying. I was trying to control it. I really was. Like, oh. uh, I was drinking so much water. Like, it was just, it was, uh, it was horrible. I, I, so I was like, I was like, F this. This shit too strong for me. So I made some butter. I made me some butter with some of it. And okay. that was, that was a decent. That was decent. I like that. Okay. Because I was going to say, try, like, I don't know if this really works, but I remember a long time ago, it seemed like an old wives' tale, but they said if you drink milk, it'll bring your high down. So sometimes, like, if I'm really high, I will eat a bowl of cereal, and I feel like I came down. Uh, okay. But See, I don't drink. Yeah, because I don't drink dairy milk. I only drink um, right. almond milk. And I'm lactose, milk, so. so I drink lactose-free milk. So it's like, Yeah, so I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, eventually I fell asleep and I was all right. But I was like, never again. And I, cause I'm, I'm just like, I, I, I rolled up. Well, I didn't roll up, but I stuffed a, a raw cone, and mm-hmm. so I smoked half of that. And cause I'm thinking it's, it's like Girl Scout cookies. Like I'm good. And so mm-hmm. half of that was just too much the first time. <laughs> It was just way too much. So beware, y'all. When you go to a new strain, just like, just take it easy. Just, you know, just touch the water. <laughs> True, because that's universal across the board, though. Like, if you're smoking and you get too high or shit goes off the rails, taking a nap is like the universal reset mode for anybody. Yeah. Like, just take a nap and you legit will wake up okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did. I took my ass in there and went to sleep because I'm like, because mm-hmm. <laughs> she was up in there about to try to build a millennial falcon. You don't know what the fuck you're gonna do. You don't yeah, know what you're gonna do. You do anything, and it's just like, why are you doing it and you don't know? <laughs> right. <laughs> I hate that. Like, we have. Like, I walked up the stairs and down the stairs. Every time I got up and got downstairs, I legit forgot why. <laughs> 
pounds. Like, and I kept going up and down the stairs. And I know anybody, like, if anybody was watching my house that day, we could see the light go on and off. On, and I kept, I would cut the light on and go downstairs. And then I'm like, why did I go downstairs to get, go to the stairs, cut it back on, go to my room. Like, oh, shoot, I want to get something, get right back down, cut the light on. Get back to the and I did this for a smooth, like, 15 minutes one day. I know I was tripping. I know I was tripping. And I was like, well, shit. <laughs> yeah, just be careful. <laughs> just, you got to let it ride. You got to ride it out, man. You got to gotta control it. Don't let it control you. Yes. You can control it. <laughs> well, I, this is alleged advice. Like, don't take it. Right. This is like, Yeah. <laughs> Right. We do not endorse anything. <laughs> Other than you, you know, like smoking responsibly and being like an right. adult about this shit. If you trip uh, out, information in this podcast is informational. Please consult your physician. Yes, please read the fine print. <laughs> okay, so. Let me think what else am I thankful for. I'm thankful for my friends. Um, I am. I'm thankful for the people in my life who, you know, if I'm having a bad day or if I'm down, I can just send them a note and they will say something really snarky back to me or something. Yeah. Uh, for you, Gooch, because you pull your weight and I'm glad that you're not, you know, a Bojangling asshole. I just oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it's better than a. I guess it's better than a white ass bitch. <laughs> no, I'll pop up and I'll get an idea, and I'm like, "Gooch." And then you're like, "Oh well, okay. Well, I'm thinking about it." And I'm like, "Okay." Then you come back. Well, the numbers say no. I think we should talk to this person. I'm like, "Okay, we're thinking through this." Okay. So <laughs> she'll just be like, "Look at these numbers, bitch." about doing work. <laughs> no, yes, we, we do have our own individual ways of doing work, but we're working to work together. Right. Also. I appreciate that. I'm thankful. <laughs> like my, my supervisor and my manager, <laughs> they'll be like, um, they'll be, have questions about, like they'll assign something to me and I'll like, I'll go and knock it all out or whatever, and then, mm-hmm. but I won't say anything. And then they'll come back like days later and they'll be like, I asked you to do such and such and such and such. And I'm like, oh, that's been done. I took care of that days ago. And they're like, uh, yes. oh, okay, thank you. Excellent. Could you tell me next time? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I've done that before with a certain. I've done it before. That's why I'm laughing. Because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, it's really simple. And then you just move on to the next thing. Right. And it's like, you know, when you really want to know about it, you'll ask. It's okay. Right. <laughs> you know where the information is located? I don't I don't feel like I need to tell you. Like, you you assigned it. <laughs> right. Like, come on, girl. <laughs> Stop being worse, Like, she's like, uh-huh. like, she sent me a thing the other day, I am. And she's like, she was like, when was the we send out a, a a mass email to the company saying that you know this particular project is ready to work, and so <clears throat> she comes sending me an email like I have two of the same projects in one month, so 
I would have like an 11 one and an 11 15. And so she's like, when was this, when was this project? When was the email sent out for the ready to work? And I'm like, yesterday. And she's like, why did it take so long? And I'm like, we just got it this week. Why? Like, what, what do you mean? So she's like, Oh, I'm meaning the 11 one. Like, ma'am, I need you to use your words because (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. And I was like, Oh, that was sent out on eleven four. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, right. I did my job. <laughs> like, Welcome this. to the now. Like, thank you for catching up or whatever. Right. Like, <laughs> I, I do my work. If that's one thing you won't ever have to ask is whether Gooch did her work. Gooch did it. She just didn't it, tell it's you. Done. Right. You should trust them because she's on to the next. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I got stuff to do, girl. <laughs> Well, I'm thankful that one of the issues at my job has officially been resolved as far as I'm concerned because I really wasn't in the mood for any of the shenanigans. And, um, yeah, I, you know, you have to kind of just work through these things, and I get it. Mm -hmm. And so my thing was just that in an effort to be more efficient, you know, I – it's hard to explain. It's like I just need people to really think through what they're asking sometimes. Right. Mm-hmm. Really think through it. Like, anything. And actually, you know, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just, you know, I'm just kind of glad that we got through this one because I really wasn't in the mood for any shenanigans. Yeah. But we're, we're I wish, making. I wish my, my shenanigans would leave. Like, <laughs> oh, that's it. all. All the shenanigans weren't resolved. Just this one main shenanigan. Just that one. That one, is, yeah. and that's that's really all I ask is like to send. Like, let's just get this. Let's just you know, let's just get yeah. this out the way. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad that it's over. Um, I'm thankful I have a job, and okay. I'm thankful that. Um, even though we don't know what's going to happen, I know how to get out here and grind and work. Right. right. So um, I'm thankful for that. Mm-hmm. Let's see. So that's pretty much one of the most of the things I have to be thankful for. Um, and a host of other things, but, you know, in the effort, you know, to be expedient, we're just going to just leave it right there. <laughs> so are you ready or do you have anything else you're thankful for? No, I'm th- y'all know I'm forever thankful for snacks, but, you know, whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I stockpiled all, because the last time I went to the grocery store to get my Pringles salt and vinegars, they were, they, it was 2 for $3. They only had one yeah. can left. And yeah. it's like, as I go to get my, my Pringles, they always, the salt and vinegars are always sold out because low-key, those are the, one of the best ones. Yeah. So this yes. time I go and I see that it's full on the shelf. I grabbed all the Pringles. Like, I all these things. Fuck that. Like, whoever it was, you didn't know. Back at you, bitch. Because you ain't get me this week. <laughs> now, do y'all have y'all, do y'all have Uts up there? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. The best salt and vinegar next to Pringles. Oh, my gosh. Uts. Just. Yes. Good people sleep. People sleep. Yes. And people sleep on us. So I, I'm not a, a big Lay's fan. I'm more of an Uts person. And mm-hmm. oh my gosh. 
it's just the perfect it's the perfect amount of salt and vinegar. Like I've had lays and I'm like, okay, these taste more salty than anything. And I've had like mm-hmm. some other um I forget the name of that other brand, Wise. But I don't mm-hmm. it's, it's just like no. That's just the best. That's just where it's at. The same. It's it's, it's yeah. yeah I, I'm, you're right. Like Lay's, I will do a Lay's if I have to. Meaning all the right. huts are sold out at the subway. So for my mm-hmm. sandwich, I just pick up the Lay's. Right. But I like the Pringles because number one, Pringles come in a canister. It feels mm-hmm. the top. You don't have to worry about them being all damaged and whatnot unless mm-hmm. they were just you know thrown about recklessly during shipping, which is right. you know not often, but. And it's kind of got like something about Pringles themselves. They have like a buttery type. Yeah, the texture of their chip is just good. Yes, yes, yes. It's a good texture. Yes, it's not like cheap and thin. Like Mm -hmm. it's it's Mm -hmm. nice and yeah, you can yeah. Mm -hmm. So I dipped one in my hummus. I had the munchies real bad, and I was eating off the hummus. It was good. It was tangy, and I was like, "Honey, I know I'm high as hell right now eating this." And and it held all the hummus. You know, it didn't break Mm. like a hoe. It didn't break like a hoe. Did you just say that? (laughs) It was. I did. Somebody needs to start it off, but you know, because you know, hoes be out here breaking. I keep reminding people, Gooch said, sometimes you got to channel the spirit of an ain't shit nigga and, and handle your business. Yes, and handle you. your business. <laughs> don't let this shit break you up there. You can't drive like, you know what, I don't give a fuck either. <laughs> Clearly, like they, you don't give a fuck, and I don't give a fuck either. I don't and Adam, we I don't, don't give a fuck together. <laughs> so we're going to be some fucking niggas, because clearly, you can't get them in love. Lord have mercy. Okay, 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 okay. So, um, in the Cook in the Gooch Facebook group, we were talking about this um, this week, and I hit Gooch up like, girl, we got to talk about this. Because I had thought and commentary, and um, I thought it was really interesting. Um, this particular title of this um, particular topic is um, Gabrielle Union Continues to be Absent from Dwayne Wade's Other Son's Life. So it uh, starts off saying moving on from infidelity is no easy task, especially if the affair produces a child. While on a break from Gabrielle Union, Dwayne Wade fathered a child with Aja Medior. I think I said last name correct. Um, a woman who Wade has known for years. The rock stop. Don't make me fuck you up on air. All right. So stop it. My dog is like trying to lay on me like this. Can that happen? Big fat nigga. Okay. So shortly after admitting that he fathered this child and had relations with Meteor, Wade and Union got engaged and eventually married. Uh, Gabrielle decided to forgive Dwayne for his mistake, quote, despite the open letter that Latoyer penned suggesting that she and Wade had been together during their relationship. The letter reads as follows. So it's only right I put Dwayne Wade on blast. First and foremost, I'd like to thank Blank Wade, his cousin, for booking my numerous flights, oh yeah, Highness Union, 
good to see you stuck around and have made and have a few more pieces of clothing inside his house. The kitchen looks great, by the way. I love the new countertop. I would also like to thank Rich, the chef, for that for his amazing breakfast. His cookies oh my are good. And last but not least, I'd like to thank the Wade for always making me feel comfortable on your side of the bed, hiding pictures in your drawer, you know, the nightstand next to your side of the bed, the one with the two drawers. I think the pictures is the one with you and Sanaa Lathan in it. Also, Gabrielle, you are a little too old to be making Valentine's Day photo albums. Leave that to the young girls. Your man, mm, leave that to the young girls your man cheats on you with. Don't believe me, I took a picture of the picture. FYI, your man likes fat asses. You might need to get you one. Last but not least, I will send you a picture of the bag your man left in the hotel room I fucked him in, LOL. Honey, honey, honey. Okay, let's keep going. (laughs) Oh, my God. That Dwayne Wade is a great father. Even though little Xavier is noticeably absent from Wade's legendary Christmas photos, there's still hope. Latoya has acknowledged that Dwayne is a great father that is involved. However, she failed to mention if Gabby is as supportive. Now, honey, you're writing me letters like that, and you <laughs> want to know if I'm supportive. Right. Okay. But we're going to keep going because there's more. So um, back in June of 2015, Union was interviewed by People Magazine, and she failed to mention Wade's fourth son, leading people to think that she was throwing shade. Marrying into a family of three boys and becoming a stepmother to three kids has just sort of been an extension to how I was raised, Union 42 tells people. The more the merrier. Everyone counts. Everyone has a space. So this weekend, Xavier turned three, and his mother, Aja and Dwayne, she's the one next to Wade, although showing a picture, threw their son a flash theme party. Dwayne was there acting, being an active dad, to avoid any drama, he did not bring his wife. Well, he didn't bring his wife to the party. Okay. So, yeah, that's, that's, so. Honey, I think that Gabby knew what she signed up for, and um, I think she's doing the best she can, you know, for herself. But I don't think she has to claim that child. And I wouldn't. (laughs) That kid don't have what to do with me <laughs> like it ain't like Gabby got kids with, with this man what's his name Dwayne Wade is that his name yeah my thing is it's 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 one thing um yes Gabby made the decision to forgive him and continue the relationship with him after right. he made this baby with this woman and I think right. what the other woman needs to accept is her fate like you chose to sleep with him, you know he's with her and he's married, and you're still choosing to sleep with him. You know this this letter was unnecessary and uncalled for. It's like it's like she okay the baby mama is basically like how can I explain it? Like you know like when you want to be friends with somebody and you're mm-hmm. trying to get their attention no matter what like 
through mm. any means necessary. It's it's coming off like that. Like like I want to I want to align myself with Gabby Union. Like I just want to be cool with her, but she's not noticing me. She's not having anything to do with me. So let me write this letter so that she can acknowledge mm. me. Like girl, stop it. Just stop. I wouldn't be your baby's uh, nothing. I wouldn't be. You don't exist in my world, honey. That's break baby. I'm sorry. Mm, Okay, so here's the thing. I think that Gabby, well, see, this is the way my patty is set up because I'm totally patty. I would include that baby in every damn thing. I would. I would include that baby. If you were who? If you were Gabby? Gabby. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, he's my son, too. Mm Mm-hmm. I'd include that baby and everything. I would buy that baby presents. I would send that baby gifts. I would do all kinds of stuff for that baby. I'd make sure that, you know, we had holiday photos or that baby's going to be there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's going to be there. And I'm going to adore that baby, and I'm going to love on that baby, and I'm going to keep moving with my life and collect my little checks with my man. Now, mama can be salty on that day long, though. <laughs> he's not going to be back with you. Sorry. He's not like yeah. Like I just uh, I don't I don't see what she was like. What's her mo in this? No, I don't no, even because Dwayne is taking care of the kids. So I don't. You bringing up Gabby Union has shit to do with anything. Not a damn thing. She's and not just, the one that's responsible for this kid. In all honesty. True, true, true. But it's a touchy subject. Um. It's just a touchy subject, you know, in the grand scheme of things because, you know, the kid himself is probably going to wonder why he's not around. And um, my thing is is that how I feel with situations like these is if he cheats and you take him back, you cannot complain about anything. And it doesn't sound like she is. It doesn't sound like she's complaining. It just sounds like she's not aligning herself with that. Right. And it's like, we don't know. We don't know Gabby's thought process on this. We don't know if she's trying to still come to terms with this. And like right now, no, I don't want to be a part of this kid's life, but maybe down the line, Mm -hmm. I will be. Like, we don't know what her internal thought process is. Or what she's struggling with. I mean, we can assume we know he's her fiance slept with another lady, like while they were supposedly on break. So, like, as a person mm. who, as a person who was engaged to someone and they had a baby and it wasn't a break baby, we were still together. <laughs> like, mm. I can get it. And the only reason why I, only reason why I have a relationship with that kid is because. Mm-hmm my kid you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. they need to know who each other is because they're brother and sister but Mm -hmm. right but if I didn't have a kid nah I'm good like I don't I don't need to have anything to do with y'all's kids like that's between y'all right and I and I think that's the best way to handle it like especially if it if it is really a sore subject that is sort of the best way to handle it in terms yeah. of, you know, like, hey, we're here. I'm not going to stand in your way. Like, I'm not going to stop you from fathering your child. I think women right. who say, well, me or the baby, like, who do those kind of things, I think that's fucking whack. No. Yeah. That's his baby. He needs to raise his baby, and everybody needs to just man up about the situation. Absolutely. Um, and it's like, if you're not going to accept it, you have to exit stage left. Mm-hmm. Even though technically, you know, 
like my daughter has other siblings, and I, you know, make sure that she has a relationship with them. And I send Christmas presents for her brothers and sisters, and I don't refer to them as her mm-hmm. half-sisters. I just call them her, bro- her brothers and sisters. Right. right. I, I, mean, I also do that for her benefit. I want her to know them and right. for them to have that relationship. And she's, fortunately, she's very close with them, which, I'm, you know, I'm very happy for her that she has that. You know, I'm not going to yeah. be feeling you have a way about any of this stuff. Like, for what? Right. That you know, a lot of that stuff to me just seems silly. Just you know, it happens. Either you accept it and deal with it, and you step up and be a good stepmom or stepdad, or you move on. Right. Don't stay and complain about that shit. But if this, if the baby mama is petty enough to write a letter like this, imagine what she does in front of Gabby's face. Imagine. How many times she was calling Dwayne for, like, dumb stuff, uh, pulling up to their house unannounced. Like, imagine the things. Listen, never underestimate the pettiness of a baby mama. Never. Mm. As a baby, baby mama, I caution that, that, that the, 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 the meaning behind that phrase, but I also understand, you know, I, I'm No, and I say, mm-hmm. I, I never, I'm, see, I'm not, a, I'm not a baby mama. I'm, I'm the mother of his child, baby mama is on a whole nother spectrum. Like, <sighs> okay, well, let's discuss. Let's discuss. But we were never married. And so, I, I, I wasn't either. We I were mean, engaged. We were engaged. But I think baby mama is a mentality. Uh, like, I don't. You know, yeah. Okay. 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 I think we go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we were we were engaged, and then he had yeah, like we we were engaged. He he went out, and uh, right before he went to uh, right before he went to boot camp, got this other girl pregnant. I found out while he's in A school that he you know got this girl pregnant. He comes home from A school, marries the girl behind my back. Like that's the type of thing, and I was still cool. Like I was still I still kept it classy. But, I mean, yeah. I did try to, you know, square up with the girl a couple times because she just needed to know. But um, <laughs> like, but she would, never, she would never come over. I would be like, girl, come to my house, please. And she would never come. So it, that's a whole other story. But, like, and it's like when people ask how many he has and I say the number, they're like, oh, my God, like all that drama. I'm like, I actually know. Um, right. It's because it's not baby mamas. It's we're the mother of his children. And baby mama is like, they don't care. Like, they don't care what you do for the kid. They just want your attention. And if you've moved on to someone mm-hmm. else, they're not having it. They, they're trying to make your life as miserable as possible. Like, their I mean, concern is not the kid. Absolutely not. Yeah. No. They I'll they use the kid you for, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Like, yeah, like, I, I say all the time, we're not friends. He and I are well, not friends. We're yeah, business partners. Like, this is just business. Like, if we, if she right. wanted me, you would, we wouldn't even be, there would be nothing to discuss. And that's, right. you know, and that was the petty in me made me be classy about the situation. Mm-hmm. I was petty because I was like, you're not going to see me out here tripping and acting a fool. Talking about, yeah, right. yeah. No, 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 no. I'm not acting that way. And so that's I'm the not- thing. And it, it just makes you look better because 
when he's out, like, I know in my case, if he was to go out here and complain, oh, you know, she's doing this and she's doing that, mm-hmm. everybody he's talking to can attest that that's definitely not true. You know what I mean? Right. Because that's not right. my character. And it's not like I'm not about to chase you down for stuff that you're supposed to do. I'm not going to make you do anything. You're going to do it on, you know, on your own volition or I'm just going to wash my hands with you. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not doing that now. When it comes to the financial aspect, yeah, I'm gonna make you, and by make you, I mean put you on paper. But oh, yes. other than that, mm-hmm. you know, I have <laughs> right. Like I'll give you an opportunity to do it on your own, but if I see that you can't, then I'm gonna have to micromanage you, and that's just how mm-hmm. it is because I have this child that I need to take care of. But I'm not gonna like bash your windows in. I'm not gonna blast you on Facebook. I'm not gonna, you know what I mean? Like it's just not. Mm-hmm. First off, I don't need people in my business, and it doesn't make me look good. It makes me look look like a crazy baby mama and that's not what I am so and I like you to feel crushed and it's like and that's the part why another reason why I stopped complaining because a lot of people are like well you just want to be with him and I'm like no I'm complaining because motherfucker I gotta buy this formula right <laughs> right they don't put it on him they never put it on the the, the non-responsible parent they put it on the one that's complaining about yeah it just don't make sense <laughs> Yeah, it's it, it's a little misogyny into that where it's like yeah, you know, you like, well you you lay down and you made the baby. It's like so nobody's gonna talk about he lay down and help make the baby, so he should be responsible. For, like nobody's gonna right. talk about that. Okay, fine, got it. So that's, that's like the whole thing with putting it on Gabby. It's like it's not Gabby's responsibility to foster no. a relationship with this kid. She didn't lay down. The two people who are responsible are the ones that have the agreement. Gabby has nothing mm-hmm. to do with any of this, and you can't fault her for it. Like it just it makes no sense. Mm-hmm. And if she was out here acting crazy, but well, based reading the letter, now I see why she does not. I think. Yeah, me, I totally understand if she would, you know, kind of keep her distance. Because I would have popped off, like, if you were right. to tell me this. Like, oh, pop, off. pop off! Pop off! Pop, pop, pop off! Pop <laughs> off! Yeah. Oh, okay, totally. Oh, it would have got bad. It would have got bad. And then I probably would have popped off on Dwayne just because, like, right. like I, it all came out. And it just been ugly. Like, he the reason why we in this anyway, and I'm trying to be cute about it. Like, you, no. you won't keep, you won't check old girl. Like, that mm-hmm. is where me and Dwayne or Dwayne yeah, and whatever his name is, we would have words. <laughs> Not D Dwayne D N. <laughs> what is what is it? D A N. I don't know what that nigga name is. This mama need a hook on phonics. I don't know what. Don't talk about my way. She's from Chicago. She's from Chicago. Oh my god! But mm-hmm. uh, like, cause I used to get the, you know, the calls like, oh, you should really try to take me off these papers because you know my other baby mothers, they can't do what you do and they can't, you know. And I politely say none of that is my problem. Please stop calling me. Exactly. And telling me what is with telling people that? Like I, I was told, like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't worry about, I don't worry about her when it comes to you because I know you oh, can God. handle it all because you, Call you know, me. you go to work and all that. And it's like, don't Mm-mm. penalize my kid for my, Mm-mm. for you know, me doing well. Like you can't, you can't penalize our kid kidding. for that. That's not. You need to get on your other, your other son's mom and and, and put some motivation in her because that's not my concern. Right, and I, I remember one time I just put it out there. I was like, "Well, don't call me because that's who you chose to be with." 
You knew she didn't have a You knew she didn't have a car. You knew she had all these other kids. You knew, you know, she didn't have enough education. You still, you chose. So don't call me now. Right. <laughs> like, <trying to> <laughs> And it's, it's like, and honestly, it's like now that I know, you know, they all these other like they're even more less attractive to me because I don't know how to break with all like that. Oh, hell no. Mm-hmm. I know right. I and whatnot, and I send birthday cards, and I invite them to the birthday parties to make sure that they're there. And, you know, I do that part of absolutely. Right. But no, 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 I'm in my lane, in my home, mm-hmm. in my business. And that's the thing they don't like. They don't like it. If you actually make it, even right. though it's still, you're not gonna really making it, you're just maintaining because you never really make it. You know, right, what I'm saying? Right, right. it's always a bill or always, you know, something to do. It's life, really. But mm-hmm. you put it together. You do what you gotta do. You out here. You're just being an adult for real, for real. And it's not easy, but for the most part, if you're an adult, it looks effortless. Right. To the untrained eye. You know what I'm saying? It looks effortless, and they don't like that is what I'm finding because, I'm, like, if I was digging in his pocket and still trying to clean him, oh, I'd get all the attention I wanted. But because mm-hmm. I don't carry it like that, you know, it's a problem. Like, they can't really process, mm-hmm. like, well, why don't you act? It's like, honey, you got plenty of that from the other chicks. You're not going to get that from me. Since, right. since you're your money, I, I legit don't have time. I've got other dick pieces out here in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> I've got bills to pay, honey. I don't have time for you and your shenanigans. Like, no. I don't mind. So I don't entertain it because it's foolishness. It, it's honestly, it's really just stroking his ego to think that he can still get back at you after all this time or still have you and still sleep with the other woman. It's all about really just their ego. And I'm not about to right. anything with you. I wouldn't give you the satisfaction. The way my arrogance is set up, I'm too conceited <laughs> to fuck behind any of these other right. bitches you just get after me. No, I wouldn't give anybody the satisfaction of saying I was in that mix. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. And you have to like that sometimes with people like, Mm-mm. let's just let a nigga know. Like, like, you know, like I've had a conversation like, you know, calling, trying to say stuff and tell me that. And I was like, honey, um, I don't need to know her business. Because the same one you call and tell me, her business, I'm pretty sure you call her and talk shit about me. Right. The only difference is it'd be all like, well, my other baby mother don't ask you for money. Why can't you do shit? And it's like, oh, well, that's not fair to her either. You knew she was. Right. You, you got one. Huh? Like, don't try to come <laughs> that. You fall off. But, <laughs> <laughs> but no, key, like, just, like, it's so funny. Like, I saw this meme. And I laughed maniacally because it was so true. I saw two memes. It was like, niggas love everybody, baby mama, but they own. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, mm-hmm. niggas always um, talk down on women for having three and four baby daddies, but love to be broads, fourth and fifth baby daddy. And I was like, if that ain't okay. A lot okay. of these, niggas, these baby daddies is just little, little, little. These baby daddies are just the they just a mess. And unfortunately, D-Wade is a baby daddy. Right? Yes, he is. <laughs> he just, when it comes to that, that fourth one, yes, he is. <laughs> he, is he's, he just happens to have money. That's legit the only difference. Yeah. And so my thing is just like, she's petty, she's pressed. I think she's mad because she probably wanted to break up their relationship. But yeah, of probably course. Because he's probably a groupie. She's a groupie. Like, whatever, whoever she is, I thought that letter was so uncalled for. It's just, yeah, just, she's petty. 
It's just, no, it's not going to work. It's unacceptable. I was like, come better. She let the petty use her. I'm she did. She did, but it just, <laughs> you know, she didn't win with that one. So mm-hmm. I just thought, you know, we were looking at it and um, talking about it. So when I read, when I dug deeper and read that article and saw how she was popping off, I was like, mm, okay. Now this makes a little bit more sense. I wouldn't. I would have to keep my distance as well. Mhm. Like legit. Absolutely. <laughs> Let me see. Okay. Did you watch Queen Sugar Sugar? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I I couldn't. I just. I was bored. I was. I was bored. Oh, I, I, what was so boring? Queen Sugar in the hole. I just, I'm just. <laughs> it's starting to listen. They starting to. It's just. It's Greenleaf middle season all over again. Like I just can't. I'm bored. I'm, they need to pick it back up. They need to pick it back up. They are building the plot. It's coming. You're so impatient. Oh my I'm God. a millennial. I'm a millennial. I like <laughs> microwave results. <laughs> um, as Generation X, I'm glad that I know how to be patient and wait on the Lord, honey. Okay. What fun is it in waiting? There's no fun in waiting. Yes, it is. I will wait on the Lord. Mm-hmm. All my blessings to well, honey. Because when they do come, it's going to be. Not may not be when I want them, but it's gonna be right on time. I am all about going out here and making it happen. And so, if I need to reach out to Ava and tell her, like, "Hey, boo, I need you to speed this up," I'm not opposed. Like, I I can't. It's, oh, it's really it's 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 killing me. Like, we got stuff to do. Girl. <laughs> So okay, <laughs> so I finally caught up on the last two episodes because for whatever reason I was falling asleep and I was trying to keep up, but I was because it's boring. Go ahead. <laughs> Tell the truth and shame the devil. <laughs> I don't be lying or whatever. So we saw he was living with Tova and Terranova, and um. She was talking to him about um, just the trauma he suffered. He's he's got a severe case of PTSD after mm-hmm. having been in in prison and been attacked, and um, mm-hmm. he didn't understand where he fled. Doesn't remind him of jail, and he's just trying to cope with his future. Um, one of the interesting things that Tober got into was when she went to visit the district attorney for Two Sweets case. Mm-hmm. Um, he was just like, it's backlog. I have no idea who you're talking about. I don't know when he's going to go to trial. You know, I have no answers for you. And so while Toe was trying to convict him, he was like, do you see these trials and backlogs? He was like, we're underfunded. We're understaffed. This is the way it is. And um, she did her talk with Melissa Harris-Perry. And I thought that was really nice that they had her in there. And mm-hmm. um you know, she was kind of talking about it, and in the audience was Tova's um, white boo or whatever. The cop? Mm-hmm. He was an audience girl. He was listening to So Listen, somebody once told me that when you date a white man, 
be prepared to like have him not go anywhere because <laughs> there's no breaking up with a white man is what I was told that he will not just let you go so easily and that kind of scares me <laughs> I never heard that but that kind of scares the shit out of me like I don't want some white man to get infatuated with me and I'd be like nah I'm good boo <laughs> and they like they just start stalking me like I just yeah, I don't know. Christian Gray. <laughs> huh? You said what? Christian Gray. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah like I, I don't want to be on Discovery ID. Like I, mm. oh. So, <laughs> I, I can't shoot anything because I've, I've yet to date outside my race. Yeah, I, I mean, me. I've dated non, um, non yeah, non-blacks, but I haven't dated white people either. Okay. You know, yeah. Oh, yes, I have. I lied. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. I lied. Okay. I did. <laughs> I forgot about her. <laughs> I did. I I like to keep her, you know, in the back of my mind. <laughs> we're going to call in the show, talk about, oh, my God, like, don't ever forget about me. No, she was a horrible person. Horrible. Then he came, and he talked to Tova, and, he, you know, he listened to what she was saying on the military show about too sweet and the issues he's facing along with, the issue the DA's office is facing and the fact that he will literally be living in this limbo for an undisclosed amount of time because mm-hmm. they don't know when they're going to catch up to it and when it's going to get into the system. So um, pretty much the white dude was like, yeah, um, I got two sweets case dropped and I filed for divorce for my wife and I want to be with you. But Toba was like, I guess, you know, making good, I mean, making good. Reagan Gomez, how dare I? How dare I? Those are two totally different women. I guess her little, you know, mini reader, you know, convicted her about, you know, the work that she's doing and, you know, who she is associated with. But, you know, he leaves his wife, he won't be with her, but she was like, I can't. Like, I have to, you know, really think this through. I need time. So that was Tova's story. Um, then Vi was, you know, running the high yellow and, you know, making her way. And she came through when she found out Hollywood was staying with um, Bob Evans. And um, <laughs> she brought her world-famous macaroni and cheese. But then she found out Hollywood had been in town for a whole week and hadn't called her and stormed out the house and threw the macaroni and cheese in the trash can. And I said, that's a petty bitch. I am not here What is that. wrong with her? Like, he's been back a week and ain't come see me. And 
See, uh-huh. no, I don't like that. And her body's mm-hmm. too damn old to be acting like some young-ass girl. Like, mm-hmm. use your words. If you want that man and tell him you want that man and talk to him and figure out his plan. Like, you ain't, I, that's, that's why y'all can't keep nobody. Oh, girl, listen. And this, I can tell her, listen. I, and whenever I talk to guys, I do ask, like, what are your plans? Yeah. We ain't got no goddamn plans. We ain't got no plans for you either. Right. We ain't got no plans. And that's, uh, that, that, uh, I could see, I could spit on her. Nah, I can't. That's nasty. But yeah. I could really, I, uh, see, I'm getting mad. I'm getting mad because Hollywood is an awesome fella. Okay. Listen, Hollywood is my is everything, and I'm sorry I would not let that go. He, I wouldn't play games with Hollywood. <laughs> He's a good man. Honey. He's a real good man. Honey. Yes. Woo. He go to work. He take care of the family. He own up to his responsibilities. He look like he smells good. Like what's wrong with this? He used bevel. Like look like he. Height decent enough. Shoot. Make sure you got some height. Oh, yeah. Yes. Hold on, let me get it Look like he eat the soul out the box. Honey. <laughs> it's like it's the soul I need that in my life. I'm, listen, Hollywood wouldn't be going nowhere. You heard me? Okay. 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 <laughs> I had to make one of them crazy shirts to put my face on it. <laughs> Man, this dress, Hollywood, were you going down to the bottom? And you got to be around wearing this shirt with my face on it. Right. <laughs> and so, um, this young, fast girl in her diner come on by. You need to go out and have some fun and come dance with us. And um, the delivery man, he's hearing the conversation like, yeah, y'all come and we'll all go out. And it was really innocent enough. Bob was dancing on the dance floor. Hollywood sees her dancing on the dance floor about to go over there. Then he listens yeah. to motherfucking Trevor Angel, and he's like, don't do that. So Hollywood just get mad and walk out and drive off talking about my papers come forward to me, but I'm out of here. And he was like, why are you just going to leave? Now Hollywood, man, he just left. And I'm like, both him and Bob are uh, my nerves now. They are so, oh, I hate both of them right now. They're both getting on my nerves playing games with my music. All you got to do is use your words. That's it. Just express yourself. Stop holding it in. Mm-hmm. All of that, honey. And that's the thing. You know, Vod is so busy trying to, you know, yeah, she, she, she gave him the cold shoulder, and yeah, she did her thing, and he did what he thought was right. But at the end of the day, if you love each other, you still won't be together. Just go and let that be a reason. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just, just be with your boo. Be happy. Don't hold right. it in on me, guys, because it ain't worth it in the end. Just go and be together. Be happy. Right. Oh, this is and terrible. So, I know. I can't stand it. I need Vi and Hollywood to be together. And next, you know, Vi going to have her, her wig a morning, and we're just going to see <laughs> Vi. He's never yet a sacrifice. <laughs> How can you hurt the one? <laughs> You Yes, for the quiet storm. The quiet storm. 
Cut out the middleman. They can produce their own cane and harvest it. 
you know, they can, you know, be profitable and, and move forward, which I think is a great idea. You know, the more you right. for yourself, you can do for yourself. Because we had um, this idea. Absolutely. Like, they should totally, like, and if not, then charge, you know, the other black farmers, you know, not even 40%, you can charge them 15 20%. And then that right. way, the financial burden off them, and you know, she's going to start undercutting up, you will get some, you know, start doing business with them and be doing just fine. So right. She's but she's saying that it's for eight, but she has it on good authority. If anybody can go up to nine, it's hers. And she brought Remy to do, you know, kind of look at it. And he was looking at it and he was telling her, like, you know, oh, the equipment's outdated. We want to do some work on it. And she was like, I know. But she was like, I can do it. And Charlie was like, I win. I negotiated against Tucker. They don't know who they're dealing with. And so she's got her, her play ball hat on. So she talks to, I can't remember if it was the Landry dude or whomever the dude was, the white dude that she saw at that party, the cocktail party. That's the he, guy who owns the, the owns the, the, the a team or something, right? Yeah, the, 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 one of the families that owned her family that owns all the surrounding land and that, you know, they were I don't think it family. was, I didn't think it was him. It was his brother or somebody. It was one of their family members. Girl, you know they all look alike. We don't know. said to me is the thing. And so ignorant garbage. So um, like they get to talking. And so Charlie's battling back and forth with him. And he's all, you know, like I've been told man get the loan. And she's like, nigga, you ain't seen shit. I've dealt with tougher. I'm pretty tough. And I'm going to show you how tough I am. Fuck what you heard about a lot. So she mm-hmm. finds out he has a stake in the basketball team in New Orleans and wants Davis, he probably wants Davis to come down here to play. So she mm-hmm. kind of feels not one because Davis is a free agent. <clears throat> so um, he's all like, well, Davis come and do it. And she was like, listen, I make shit happen. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so um, she, you see her, the wheels turning, and she's, you know, going to use or manipulate Davis, you know, for her gain as far as getting one over on the land reason for her family. So um, while she's out and about, of course, she has plans with Rennie, but she realizes that one of the basketball wives from Davis's old team is in town visiting her sister. So she calls her, and it's like, girl, we need to hang out tonight. And the girl's really trying not to hang around um, Charlie. But Charlie's like, oh, no, bitch, you're going to see me. Bye-bye. <laughs> so they meet for a drink or whatever. And um, Charlie was just like, yeah, so you, do you love it down here in Louisiana? And she was like, I mean, it's all right. And she was like, so I hear your husband's thinking about going to New York. Like, you really want to go to New York? And she's like, I mean, I want to go wherever he wants to go. And she was like, no, what you want to do is tell him to reject the New York deal. And you want to tell him to consider coming down here to play with Davis again. And you're going to do that because you're going to tell him you want to be closer to your sister. And she was like, why would I do that? She was like, because I'm asking you to. And because I know you don't want it to come out what I know about what your husband did to that um, girl in that hotel room. And he looks at her and like, are you blackmailing me? And she was like, not really. I mean, semantics. (laughs) Whatever, bitch. You're going to do what I said. And right. so the girl was like, well, how do you know? She was like, because a lot of, she was like, so you didn't talk to her? Talking about Goldie. And she was like, you didn't talk to her? She was like, no, I did you? And she was like, oh, yeah, I talked to her. And she was like, and I also have a recorded, um, I have a recording of what she said about what your husband did to her. And if you mm-hmm. don't know your husband what I'm telling you to do, that tape is going to make its way to every major media outlet. 
Good luck with getting signed at all after that. So the girl was like, um, she made a comment, and I can't remember what it was, but it was so good talking about, because she said something to the girl like, wow, the girl said something to Charlie to the effect of, wow, like, I would hate to end up like you, you know, because, you know, you're saying something, something, something. And Charlie was like, yeah, you don't want to end up like me. She was like, because you're fairy. She was like, because I don't deal with fairy tales anymore. I've lived the nightmare. And she was like, and I've come out on the mm. other side. Set of fact, and I was like, oh, Charlie. She set right. it off like, I ain't playing with you. And I was like, yes. <laughs> Tell them going to come out of all of this shit. She's going to use Davis. And, of course, she's going to manipulate Davis from Louisiana. So he can be close right. to their And she was just, she also be let it known that, you know, as far as Davis's dealings are concerned, I am the business. Period. Right. I have all the relationships with all the GMs and all the managers. Nobody is going to replace me. I'm irreplaceable. So while we may be, the, and she did, and she also did not admit to the guy, the white guy. I think he was a Landry. She didn't admit to him that him and Davis were divorced. She kept wearing her wedding ring around him, and I think he noticed that. Oh. So, you know, right. she she's playing the game, but she's still, you know, wearing or whatever. But I hope in the aftermath or in the wake of this, Remy doesn't get hurt. Right. Because he really is genuine. And I feel like Charlie is struggling in a sense right now. And so, yeah. So then there's the case of Ralph Angel. Ralph Anthony is what I prefer. (laughs) Um, He's trying to call Charlie because he's got an idea to make some money and to do something. I can't remember what it was at the moment. But Charlie is sending him straight to voicemail. So, of course, being a little brother, he goes to Tova, and Tova calls Charlie. Charlie answers, gives her 10 minutes, gives her two seconds, like, no, I got to go. He's like, well, at least she answers the phone for you. So whatever I call, I get sent to voicemail. I'm like, right. oh, whoo, 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 motherfucker, whoo, whoo. So um, he started getting his feelings about it. You know, he started to feel ignored and not listened to. He's really taking it seriously as far as running the farm and getting things together. And I can't, re- and I wish I could remember what his idea was because it was a genuinely solid idea. That I think I think it was about renting ice trucks or refrigerated trucks. I think that's what I heard. He wanted to rent refrigerated trucks so that they could sh- they could use those to ship them down to the mills since they weren't using the mills, the Landry and the Boudreaux. Oh, okay. Something to that effect. Something. Yeah. I can't remember quite for sure. But it like I said, it in to to from what I heard, it sounded like a solid plan that maybe, you know, might be a good idea. And it was simple enough. Mhm. So, um he was feeling some type of way and interestingly enough it was Darla who came to Ralph's Angel and I and I think I kind of figured out him out a little bit more. He needs somebody to believe in him and to tell yes. him he can do it and it's going to be okay. That's right. what he needs. And she jumped right in and she was like, you know, you're the one who runs the farm and you're the one who's keeping this together. And she was like, you have great ideas. And she was like, and if your father was here, he would be proud of you. And I'm here and I'm proud of you. Aww. So. That is, I think that is really what he needs. Just somebody yeah. to be in his corner and have his back and just, you know, hold him down while he's still going through this stuff. Because I saw where he confronted Vi and he said, like, Vi, how are you going to keep throwing up in my face 
that I had to do time, and if it wasn't for you, Blue, we don't know where Blue would be. But you were in favor of David still fathering his son after what he did. Right. What, like, legit, what's the difference between me and David? Please. One got money. It's a huge difference. One got money. I still don't condone Ralph Angel robbing that goddamn store with Blue, but. Oh Lord, Ralph Angel, he just—he's immature. He just—he needs to grow up a little bit. He does need to grow up, but he—and I think he's—I think he is, and we're watching him. Um, but he just needs to do it a little bit faster. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. So, um, yeah. So, we saw that, and we kind of see the dynamic between Ralph Angel and Darla, and um, it was really cute because um, Charlie's son, Skeeter, he... He um, don't look like Cousin Skeeter! (laughs) Oh, my God, please tell me you used to watch that. I I was a little older when Cousin Skeeter came out, so I just remember seeing the good the commercials for it, but I'm talking about Skeeter from the, from the Muppets. Doug's best friend. But he doesn't like a Muppet. Oh, wait. Oh, Doug's best Damn, there's been a lot of Skeeters. Doug's best friend. They're from Doug's funny. Oh, my God. He looks like a combination of all the Skeeters. All of those into one. Oh, God. He's a super skeeter. Oh my gosh. That sounds gross. Or... We can. 
I'm sure they'll have something else, but we got to wait to see what they're going to have coming up, though, because it's Greenleaf coming back, right? Yeah, I don't think Greenleaf's coming back till January, though. Oh, Lord. All right, so we just need to to do our Googles and see what own network is going to have coming up. Okay. Yeah, let's... Or we can do a poll, our own poll. Yeah. We can do a poll, and we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll work it out. But we have to figure yeah. out what we're going to do now when Queen Sugar goes off next week. So, hmm. that was Queen Sugar. But, I mean, like I said, we're going to get to the bottom of some more things. We're going to see if Charlie's schemes work out because she's scheming. She's scheming. I hope so. And we'll see if, if it works out or if she's sucks it up. Right. So we have a listener letter. We just got a letter. We just got a letter. We just got a letter because we're really cool. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's never going to change. <laughs> but you won't let me play dipset. No. Nope. <laughs> and they hear how you are blocking the greatness that is Dipset. Greatness? So. Elementary bars? I'm good. Bye. <laughs> Dipset is life. It's everything. Ooh. Okay. All things Dipset. I love them. I do. Uh, I'm, I'm not ashamed. Uh, let's see. Let me pull it up. <laughs> and I did get um, confirmation. It's okay if I use her name. Oh, good. Anyway, so this letter comes from Natasha from our Facebook group. Hi, Natasha. Hey, Hello. Her. Hey. She's a wonderful person. She's flash. She's flash. I legit love her. So um, she says she needs advice from the Cooking Beach family. Um, she wants to really get serious about finally going back to school to get her bachelor's degree. Um, I don't need a degree to my current job and I make decent money. But if I want to ever move up to third-level management, it would be a definite plus. I mostly want to finish for myself. One, how do I save enough brain cells to be able to focus on completing coursework after I finish completing my mind at work? Two, how much time should I make sure I have available to dedicate to school during the week? Thank you in advance, beauties. Okay, Tasha. This first and foremost, congratulations on deciding to yes. take this in life. This is a beautiful thing to me. I'm pro-education. I'm here for it. Um mm-hmm. I believe in education. I believe in your future. So I, I believe think, the children are abused. Okay. Think about this. I believe. We have to have the punishment. Focus. Focus. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. I think this is a great step. It's a bold step. And I would honestly say as someone who um, I had, like, when I was an undergrad, I did have, like, a, a like part-time jobs where I would work on the weekends. And it wasn't until I got to grad school that I worked full-time and went to school. And so it is not going to be easy, and I don't want to put you under any illusions that, oh, this is going to be easy because it's going to be 
it's not necessarily going to be hard. It's going to test your mettle, I should say. Mm-hmm. How bad do you want this? Because just going to school, even when your parents are putting a bill for everything, you still want to quit. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, imagine, you know, you're an adult and you're like, fuck, they've already got a job. I'm quitting. No, you want to finish. You want to dig in. You want to dig deep. Um, one of the things I will say is that the good thing about going later in life is that now they have a lot more programs geared toward working adults. Yeah, I was about to say that. You know, back in the day, that was not the case. It was very difficult for to go to school because you had to go during day hours. But um, I think it's up to you and how you want to schedule your life. Um, You may want to get up and start going to work earlier. So that when you get off earlier, you have maybe a few hours of downtime before you have to go to school because um, I think your average night class starts at, what, 5, 6 o'clock on college campuses? Yeah. And so, I started at um, 5.30. So I had right. 30 minutes to get from work to class. Honey. And sometimes I would be bawling down the highway trying to get mm-hmm. there, just mm-hmm. driving like a bed out of hell. you like, the state and trooper just going to have to give me a ticket while I'm in class because I'm not listening. stopping <laughs> Listen, man, I was driving so fast, they locked me up. I was pissed. And I just oh finished. I, look, I just put my little roach out and threw it out the window. And next thing I know, about 10 minutes later, the police was behind me. I said, hot damn. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was no longer hot. I they pulled me over. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, like I said, it depends on, you know, how you want to work this. But, you know, one idea is, of course, waking up earlier. Um, also, think about how many courses you want to take per semester. Um, now, you can take maybe one or two classes a semester and then do winter breaks and summer breaks, but then you'll essentially be in class all at school all year long, and that can be a drain. You definitely need to schedule in some vacation time and some decompression time because, yes, reading those books, and having to do homework is a bitch <laughs> in itself. I know because when I come home and my child has not finished her homework after being in before and after care, I'm ready to fight. Mm-hmm. I don't have the energy to do more like to do homework. I just want to make dinner and <laughs> decompress from all this traffic I've sat in. So think about that. Think about your commute and, you know, those types of factors. Also, um, Let's see, how much time should you dedicate? You know, just sit down and think about, you know, what you want to accomplish, what degree you want to pursue. Um, hopefully with the area that you choose to study, um, you're passionate about it and it interests you because that will definitely help when you're studying if you're learning something that you actually like or you can you can see how you can apply it to your job. Um, Some of the best learning experiences I've had was actually my project management training when we had to develop action plans, and it allowed us to use real-life scenarios from work, and they would introduce new concepts to us, like um, the definition planning phase and all those different phases of uh, project management. through each phase, I could take this project and I could apply a concept to that. Um, I could apply the learning concept to my work scenario, and I would write out my action plan. And saying, based on this concept, I'm going to apply it to my job in this way, and then come back and say, after I applied it, this is what happened. And for me, that was kind of 
one of my best learning experiences because I legit applied what I learned. And mm-hmm. when you learn, application is key because you can really learn anything. But you really mm-hmm. don't learn it until you understand fully how to apply it. So if right. I would say if you have that opportunity as far as what you're studying, because um, and the other thing is because this is going to be an investment. School is not cheap. If you're going to spend the money to do this, make sure that it's something that you really, really, really have a passion for and really, really, really want to do. If not, don't get a degree, get a certificate, and get to third-level management that way and just let your years of experience be what it is to help you. Mm-hmm. Because certificates are cheaper. They um, usually take less time to complete, and they also work well with working adults. So if you want to become a certified analyst or a certified manager or a certified um, whatever, they have programs for that, and you can get that certificate and present it to your job, and, you know, along with saying you've been on the job for 20 years, that accounts for something. And if you really write it the right way, you can move up that way. But, if yeah, I would definitely just make sure that this is something, you know, you decided you wanted to do it. Make sure that, first and foremost, above all else, you see it through. Don't, yep. don't do it. If you're, if you're not going to finish it, if you're not going to dig deep, if you're not going to get stressed out, if you're not going to have that many breakdowns, if you're not going to say fuck it and just sleep all day on a Saturday when you're supposed to be studying, if you're not going to do it, but then get right back up and get back in the saddle, don't waste your time. But it right. sounds like you're sore. It sounds like this is something you want to do. You're just worried about time, and as you should be. But just know that it's a sacrifice. You're going to have to sacrifice something. And, you know, kind of look and take an inventory of what's important to you. Is having quality time with the husband important, quality time with family, quality time with friends, or just having time to go get your nails done? You know, something you may have to sacrifice one of those things. But, you know, this was great. So just think deeply about what it is you want to sacrifice, what you can do without so that, you know, you have to hit those books. And also, don't think that you're going to be studying all night long. Sometimes you can really legit study for, like, a couple hours, you know. Or you could do like me. I'll never forget. I had the best ethics class. I went the first day. No, I went maybe the first and the second week. Mm -hmm. So the first day of class, and then I went that following week, and Mm -hmm. then I never showed up for the rest of the semester. I wrote my paper at the end of class and then turned that shit in and got a B. And I was excited because that was the easiest class I've ever taken in my life. You might luck out and get a class like that. You never know. Yeah, those are, that's cute for your, um, <laughs> like, not your core classes, sweetie. Yeah, not the core classes now. Not now, the ones that you really need. <laughs> your core courses and stuff, you know, like, the, like your, pre, your prerequisite courses, yes. Like your yeah. one-on-ones and your one-on-twos, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, your electives, you can do that. But <laughs> electives, yeah, that's cool. But not your core courses that are yeah, in your yeah. language. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. But also, <laughs> the research. If you started school but didn't finish, go back and find out how many courses you can transfer with you. And you know, and if you have to negotiate with the Versar or the registrar, do it. Don't let them or try to tell you. Oh no, she has mm-hmm. experience. If this is something that she already has experience in, see if you can clip. Mm-hmm. True. See if you can just test out of a course. Yes, because mm-hmm. you have experience. Yep, that's a good one. That is a good one. That is a good one. So, yeah, yeah, there's all kinds of options, all kinds of things 
that you can do, but just sit down and really think about what's important to you because the truth is this isn't going to be easy. Anything worth having, worth doing, is going to take work, dedication, and sacrifice, and you're going to sacrifice these things. But if you remain dedicated, you'll get through it. So if you're really ready to do this and take that step and, and get there, just think a little bit about, you know, how you want to structure your life a little bit. And just if like so as far as like time, like if you're if you're trying to ease yourself back into it, then see about mm-hmm. taking some classes at your community college because you can take those online. And that's how I started. I started at community college and then I transferred to the school that I went to and then that school had an adult program so an adult studies program so I went at mm. night for that so it was tailored specifically for adults and then because I had a full-time job and I had a baby so like I had to get mm. creative and so like and then at my my job worked with me like I was doing split shifts that on certain days so that I could go to class so it's just a matter of putting together something that will work for you and figuring out alternatives to traditional things like you may not be able to go to all of the classes you may have to take some online classes and then community college is way cheaper anyway so especially mm-hmm. if it's you know because it's in state so it's you're going to get a better because you i think they're like at the cheapest i saw was like 350 per credit hour mm-hmm. where like if you go to like a private institution you're looking at thousands so it, yeah definitely yeah, definitely try the community college route to start just to get your feet wet. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because this is the station we want to get to. We're finally going back to school. So, yeah, um, do check in the both. Find out yeah. if the school that you want to go back to, if they're trying to make you take over those prerequisite courses and they're really being a stickler about it, Gucci's advice about going to community college is absolutely correct because those credits will transfer, and mm-hmm. it is cheaper. Um, and they offer more classes for the community college and also with adults in, my, in mind. So they mm-hmm. have more things, especially in the evening. Because those classes usually are the ones that you, nine times out of ten, probably have to take during the day. Right. So they have, and they may likely have those in, in the evening. And then if they do take your credits and you don't have to start over too, too, too much, you know, make sure you get a good amount, you know, of your old credits reinstated. Yeah. To the best of your ability as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's possible. You can do it. And I'm sure, you know, your family will support you. And if they don't, fuck them. It's for you. <laughs> I'm, I'm for I, real. I think she has a supportive family. And I think they're going to take this journey with her and listen to her and rub her back and her shoulders and take mm-hmm. good care of my friend and hug her so that she yeah. gets through this. If not, Listen, I believe in you, honey. You can do it. I be- Gooch yeah. believes in you. Tell your husband I said help you out and hold your hand and it's awesome to come up there. Look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank <laughs> But congratulations and, you Thank know, you. let us know how that first semester goes. All right. Good, good, good luck. Yes, yes. And to anyone else who has written in to us, if you have an update on anything, please feel free to um, – Write us back and let us know how things are going. And we want to keep up with you. 
And another shout-out to the Facebook group, you know, y'all my niggas or whatever, so shout-out to y'all. <laughs> okay. And if you listen to the show, you're more than welcome to join the Facebook group. The only thing is is that we are a secret society. All we ask is trust. We um, are a tight-knit group who loves to discuss things and we share, and all that we ask is that you do not repeat anything that you may see or hear in the group, outside of the group. Or I'll chop you in your throat. Simple as that. And Barack will bite a chunk out your ass because it's yeah. not a game. Mm-hmm. You'll be mm-hmm. all right. <laughs> yeah, walk with a lip. So, <laughs> on that note, Gooch, you got anything else? No, I'm good. Okay. Are you feeling better? Or because we have a meeting after this. We have work to do, girl. We, we got it. Do we have a meeting after this? <laughs> I don't think, no, I didn't see this on my Paul Pilot. What? <laughs> I thought we did that last week. We didn't. Oh, my God. Listen, yes, we did. I got I, notes. I got notes, nigga. No, I let you slide for two whole weeks. I let you cook. Today, you got work to do. Dig up your sleeves, pull them notes out. Let's go. Nigga, I got notes. Right here. I took notes on our meeting. Anyway, okay. Don't mind need to hear all this part right here. <laughs> Y'all niggas just know that I took notes. <laughs> and I'll tell her that we have follow-up items to our action plan, okay? She did schedule, y'all. She did schedule my Outlook calendar. Don't show, don't show no means, but it's all right. It's a, it's always one. It's always a client that be trying to slide through without following protocol. I burned a hole in my pocket. I got Oh, I'm fixing to show you. Thank y'all for listening or whatever. Come back again, okay? Yeah, call your mama when you get home. Mm-hmm. All that good shit or whatever. And wash your ass. Please do. Okay. Yeah, don't come around us with phone and flies. Never forget. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>